Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. everybody and welcome back to the triple jump podcast it's a video game podcast my name is ben and my name is ashton no peter austin he's got the birthday plot he does have the birthday plots he is somewhere in england in having, yorkshire I having think. a nice birthday time yeah should we just should we just give out his coordinates so people can find him? yeah his what three words <laughs> He's parked in this field. Yeah. Go, go get him. It's Last a fun saw, Easter surprise. He, he'd he found some rocks. Really? He put a picture on Instagram and he was like, oh, we see, walked to is... a stone circle. And I was like, them some rocks. This is this is what I'm missing out on by not being on Instagram. I don't, I don't get to see rocks. Where he is. Where else am I going to see rocks? I don't know. We're not going to go find him ourselves. What do we look like? Peter Austin? I feel like a complete no, moron thanks. missing out on the rocks. Uh, but welcome, everybody, to the podcast. We're going to talk about some video games today. Thank you for joining us. Uh, each and every week, Ashton, mm. we're sponsored by a very real video game adjacent sponsor that oh, helps yeah. us keep the I lights on here. I forgot about that. Uh, it helps. Uh, Dead Island 2 The Spider is not here. It helps us um, ask Dan from Cultaholic to come in here and help us when the computer fan starts screaming for some reason. Yeah. And we think it's going to explode. Yeah. Uh, and it didn't. It's, no, Dan fixed it. It's currently fine. Every single week we come in here on Thursday morning, bright and early at 10 a.m., and we get in, we turn stuff on, and we're like, cool, look at us go. Easy breezy time. Ready to and go. And every single time something breaks, and every single time you have to get Dan in. We say, Dan, please, can you help us? Because the computer's broken. Dan, it's, it's pooed itself again. Yeah. We don't know why uh, we were getting static shocks from the stream PC well, for the longest time. I was, yeah. And then I was touching door handles and still getting static <laughs> yeah. shocks. Um, it's... Maybe it's just when we all come together, mm. when there's it, when there's more than one of us in the same room, something has to go wrong. The chaos energy just breaks something. It's it must be that. Yeah. Because when we're on our own and we're streaming, in the in the streaming room, fine. Mm. Not still some issues still sometimes, some issues. but not many. When we're together every Thursday without fail. Maybe it's just Thursdays. <laughs> I think Thursdays. We record the podcast on Thursdays. We do a joint stream on Thursdays. Everything goes wrong. All the, the joint stream breaks. always also has issues as well. So I yeah. think maybe it's just Thursdays. Could be. We had Cultaholic with us last Thursday, uh, last Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh, last Wednesday actually. I was going to say so. Maybe it's not Thursdays because. Obviously, you, you've all now seen the amazing WWE 2K23 edited VOD that's gone up on the Cultaholic YouTube channel mm. that we talked about last week. It's pretty good. It's very good. It's got incredible commentary from two very handsome and capable gentlemen. Mm -hmm. And uh, when we, well, we needed to capture the footage for that somehow mm -hmm. and not just record the stream, which have, obviously has all the audio of us talking over it and the picture in picture and all that kind of stuff, uh, it failed. It didn't record. 
And I knew we knew would, that was going to happen. I knew it was probably going to happen, so I did. I used a backup method, and we had to go we'd with all, the backup method. We'd previously discussed have to having contingencies because we both knew that it it's was gonna going to break. It's going it to did. break. Uh, it did break, and uh, but fortunately, we were prepared. Mm. So, welcome to the Thursday podcast, where the lights are on, where that light is on. Actually, that light doesn't work. So, again, mm. lending, leaning into the theory, I have a sponsor here. Yes. Would you like to hear? I it? I would love to hear it. So this is a very exciting new product mm -hmm. that is the combined efforts of Neutrogena, yeah. the pharmaceuticals brand, yeah. and Sony Interactive Entertainment. You love a skincare sponsor. I do, and I'm not sure why. No. But they always come to me for help. <laughs> yeah. It's because you've got such nice skin. That's it. They see my skin, they think, that guy's got good skin. Mm -hmm. let's, let's, just, let's just take some. Yeah. Let's take some of that skin. This is to tie into an upcoming release. And a lot of, you you will be able to lend your expertise here. A lot of uh, players of this particular video game have been having trouble sleeping. In particular, they've got sore nostrils because of all the snoring they've been doing. Right, okay. And so to remedy this, Neutrogena have teamed up with Sony Interactive Entertainment to release Horizon oh. Forbidden West, Burning Snores. Right, yeah. And it... <laughs> Uh, it comes in a handy little tube uh -huh. uh, with a little applicator that you just stick up your snores, yeah. each nostril hole, and you do a little, you squeeze it, and it goes like that. And then, no more snores. Wow. It's pretty, pretty good. good. It's pretty good. Yeah. I've tried it. Yeah. I haven't played Horizon for a while, though, so it didn't really do anything for me. But maybe, maybe you should give it a go. Yeah, I should. Maybe it'll make my snores less sore. Lost, lost, less sore. Yes. Yes. Yeah, less, that's it. Less sore snores. Horizon Forbidden West Burning Snores is releasing next week. That's wow. very exciting. It's very it? exciting. Yeah. Can't wait to have a nice, fresh nose. Mm -hmm. Next week, you say? Nope. No? no, it's not real. It's not real. Sorry. Dang. But my nose is so sore. Well, you're just going to have to go to a doctor. Damn. There's no gaming adjacent specific I medical I only use gaming adjacent things in my life. Gaming adjacent food. I only eat the Mario pizzas. And if, <sighs> if it's not got game in it, don't want it. Don't want it. I only wash with uh, Lynx Xbox shower gel. Yep. That we've had I had in to stockpile it because they don't make it anymore. <laughs> they, don't. they don't. I've just been watering it down for years. Yeah. Uh, no, we're not sponsored by Horizon Forbidden West Burning Snores, the upcoming DLC and uh, Neutrogena nasal spray. We are sponsored by wonderful patrons over at patreon.com forward slash team triple jump where for as little as $1 per month, you can submit questions to this podcast. There's loads of other tiers available as well. Please consider going there and giving us your support if you're able to. Uh, Ashton Matthews. Yes. Is there a question? There is it comes from Quetzal Angel. Hello, Bepi Bash. Hello. Bepi Ash. Bepi Ash. Bep Ash. Bepish. Bepish. Um, I'm seeing this one from Twitter. But what is the moment in video games where you thought the graphics couldn't get any better? Mm. Keep up the good work. Thank you very Thanks, much. Thanks, Quetzal Angel. Quetzal. Quetzal. I now mine's a recent one because um, I just remember the moment distinctly because I'm replaying the game at the moment. Mm. But when I first played Horizon Forbidden West, it was the first kind of PlayStation Five testing style game that I'd played. Mm. I played that Ratchet and Clank, and that was obviously really good. But um, it was the first one that I really thought, "Wow, this console can handle a lot." Yeah. And it's a moment where very early on in the game 
where you're going down this like crank kind of zip line in a, I don't know what it's called. Like a little ferry yeah. uh, lift. Lifts. It's like a lift, yeah, it's like but, a you, lift. but you go There's diagonally. There's a name for it, but I can't remember what it is. Uh, um, what's it? Like a ski lift kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, what's it called though? I don't know. What is it? I don't, <laughs> I don't know what it's called. I can't remember. Um, but you go down that and you're kind of being like talked to by this guy, but you can just see out onto the map all of the like the areas and as you go down it's just visually just stunning mm. and i remember just sitting there the first time being like cable car <gasps> cable car thank you God damn it. <laughs> thank it was you. so hard cable car um i remember just sitting there the first time and being like wow mm. this game looks amazing i was like, i've never seen a game look this good and i was like and i don't know what else they could possibly do mm. to make this get like to make a game look better than this? And obviously, there was a lot of things about how detailed Aloy was in the in the character models. She's got a beard. She's got a beard. Why that it's woman amazing. got a beard? Um, and I just think that f- that is the first game where I thought, man, this game is really, really stunning. Mm. And I, I physically, even now, like I don't know what they could possibly do with games. I mean, God of War did it. Like I think had better mocap than horizon Forbidden west but i just was like even you know like i say i just think i don't know what what we can do to make games look better than that i just think it looks amazing Mm -hmm. i have a few as time has passed where Mm -hmm. i thought where's surely it can't go any further than this now Mm -hmm. now it's just getting silly uh on the ps2 i remember seeing my cousin play Metal Gear Solid 2 and I thought this looks unbelievable how on, how does this how does he, this even work and then I also saw that same cousin playing Final Fantasy 10 mm. with its actual proper animated cutscenes and obviously those aren't in-game graphics but I was like this is unreal how is this <laughs> how are they flipping doing this this is crazy um and then of course that moved to the launch of the ps3 where it was like this is actually the future i remember reading a magazine before the ps3 came out that was examining the upcoming call of duty 3 Mm. and they like had a full page spread where it was just photos of one of the soldiers uniforms they were like look how look how detailed this uniform is yeah (laughs) <laughs> and it wasn't it wasn't that detailed at all it was six um, polygons but at launch i remember playing resistance fall of man which is one of my favorite games and i remember calling my mum to come come up to my room and have a look because mm. you could shoot i've spoken about this on the podcast before you could shoot the glass panes on windows oh, yeah. and they would splinter like procedurally like they wouldn't they wouldn't just shatter they would splinter depending on where you shot them and i thought that was unbelievable how 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 is how does this technology even exist that then of course extended to heavy rain where i thought it's not going to get any more realistic than this mm-hmm. that's a that's a real human being that i could talk to today it looks just like my friend that looks just like a normal person yeah they act the same they talk the same their faces they're totally normal totally normal faces completely normal facial movements the mouth moves just like every other human being i pull those faces too exactly those faces Yeah, exactly um obviously that those games especially heavy rain when peter and i streamed it a couple of years ago looks crap now <laughs> looks apps looks so dated in terms of the motion capture and mm. the facial capture um i don't know i feel like it reached a point for me where i just sort of accepted games probably aren't 
going to look any better in terms of realism. They can look better in terms of how the performance of human beings is captured mm. and how, uh, you know, how it runs in terms of frames per second and, you know, the amount of, of bits and bytes that are going in there. You know, that's actual technical talk. Yeah. But also games can still blow our minds, I think, by just completely sidestepping using human beings at all and just having amazing art styles that look incredible and mm -hmm. all these you know you even um resogun was it resogun yeah i think which was a ps4 launch game when you finish a stage it just explodes into like millions of little pixels and they all, they all just collapsed like cascade down in in almost like a liquid form mm. and that's only going to get more impressive water is going to look better and better every time that's the thing that everyone always like harps on about isn't it like the water in this game looks amazing top five water like i mean horizon fin west does have absolutely incredible looking water but so did chia that we you know that's just come out and obviously it's a different art style entirely but the water in that also looks pretty and that's always i think that people are always like wow the water looks amazing you never mm. go like this tree looks look sick. how sick this grass is i mean to be fair grass and foliage is another one it is one. true it is true because it's really noticeable now when you play a game and the grass doesn't even a little bit react to your mm. footsteps or if you walk through foliage it doesn't move a little bit or if it's not swaying in the breeze there's a lot of the, the, the power of these consoles is being put, as we've spoken about before, is being put more into detailing these open worlds rather than it seems at times populating them necessarily mm -hmm. because to populate them with, with humans that are as detailed as the environments is going to take a lot of processing power and, yeah. uh, and, and that's, that's a challenge. But the, the worlds certainly are getting more detailed and I think that's really where we're going to see um, advancements made. But there we are, there's a few. There we are. Well, should we move on to a segment we've never done before? We're testing it while Peter's not here. Yeah, Peter's going to be gutted. He's going to be really like sad because it was actually his idea. Um, <laughs> loser. <laughs> sucker. It. Sorry about it. Happy birthday, loser. <laughs> um, it uh. is a segment that we are calling What We Play In. Oh. It's What We Play In time. Time to talk about the games, what we have been playing. Ashton Matthews. Yeah. I've played so many flipping games I, well it was a long so weekend. many different games this this past week but what have you been playing i have been playing a few games because we had an extra two days of weekend this weekend hell yeah it was bro bloody lovely thanks jesus thanks jesus happy birthday or cheers for the, egg, the eggs as well where he also came back yeah so. happy rebirthday it's just all about him isn't it yeah all um I have played some more Sackboy Big Adventure. Mm -hmm. I played that both in two player and four player. Nice. How uh, was it in four player? Have you ever played it? <laughs> chaos. In four player? Absolute <laughs> chaos. Um, but it was good fun. Uh, played some more Play Up with some pals. I had uh, editor Alex and editor Kieran over, and we played some Play Up, and that nice. was fun. Nice. Um, I also put we also put Kieran in uh, Resident Evil Four and. Uh, vader the immortal? dark vader immortal on yeah. the quest and he punched uh, my boyfriend right in the arm and it was quite <laughs> funny it was ben, it was ben's fault though to be fair he walked past the the danger zone he got in the safe zone so, yeah the danger exactly. zone yeah whatever you want to call um, it um i also played some meet your maker this week which is the new playstation plus game that came out last week mm -hmm. um pretty good pretty fun we made one like i would call it a baby run where it's like on normal mode we only had like 900 blocks to use um and then we made one on ben's account that is 4500 oh blocks my God. and 
honestly, it, it got rated as brutal and like no one's done it because it's too, it's too hard. And there's just at one point when you grab like the, the gen mat, which is like the thing you're aiming for, mm -hmm. you can set up a secondary set of traps to go off on their way out because you've got to stop them from getting out. Right. Um, when they grab that, every single wall in the room just turns to spike traps. Brilliant. <laughs> like every single one. God. It's, it's too many. Can you do an um, Indiana Jones and swap it? Because I've not played any of this. Is it quite intuitive? Yeah, to it's pretty good. Make? I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's quite fun to make. Mm. I'd say that it's more fun to make them than it is to necessarily play them. Oh, okay. um, just because like you don't get many. Like, there's only like two weapons, really, and you don't really get a lot. Um, but I mean, it's quite fun to it's quite fun to watch each other get minced by traps. I was mm -hmm. being used as a kind of minesweeper when we played it. I was being sent in first, and then if a trap went off, he'd just hit it after I'd already died and nice. revive me. So, um, nice. I also played some Horizon Forbidden West. I've dived back into that before the DLC comes out next week. Mm -hmm. Given myself a week to finish it. Um, I fully intended to like just do the main story missions and the odd side quests that I came across. I'm doing everything again. Uh oh, are you going to be done in time? <laughs> Maybe I don't know. No, I might power through if we get to the deadline because I'm pretty sure that the DLC is set post end game. So um, okay, so I can like do it afterwards. Right. Um, but I keep being like, oh, I want to go to that question mark. What if I did just go to the question mark? Well, why would it be there if you didn't have to what go? What if I did just and, go and you know, do that? If you just swept by. I'm not doing the hunting grounds. I'm not doing the melee pits, and I'm not doing the races, no, and I'm not doing the the bloody strike board game nonsense. Oh my god! No. Uh, but I am doing pretty much everything else. So okay. But also because you've got like it's a bit buggy because it's a new game plus. You've still got like all of the equipment that you've previously unlocked oh okay i was gonna say would you not want to go back to your previous save because you've I, got all the stuff i in did there, but... yeah i've got like every weapon my weapon wheel looks ridiculous every mm -hmm. single weapon has got three different ammo types so right. it's pretty ridiculous uh, i couldn't remember how to play so i, I was like <laughs> i'm gonna have to start again because i don't know any of the controls yeah um and it is ridiculous and sometimes it bugs out because it's like go and build this thing and i'm like i already have it it's in my hand and it's like you have to build it, because that's the story. Seems like you're going to have to get another one. Yeah, exactly. Um, I also played some uh, Chia, a platinum Chia this weekend. That's mm. a great game. It's really good. Out of absolute left field in the second half, though, like towards yeah. the end, the final kind of third of the game, it's just like I saw the title of your, your stream from this week. Mm. There was something about committing crimes to save our dad yeah. or something. And I, without any context, that does sound a bit mad. Yeah. That's not so what I would to, expect. Like, um, there's a bunch of factories. And in order to save your dad, you have to basically like make the factories inoperable. So oh, you basically just commit property damage. Yeah, <laughs> Excellent. bit of eco-terrorism to save your dad. Um, but everyone in my stream was very upset with me. There's a, quite a big twist that happens. And if you don't want it spoiled, don't watch my most recent VOD because it happens in the VOD. But, Why um, were they cross with you? You were playing through the whole game. They were cross with me because I didn't warn them what was going to happen. And uh, well, But then that would be a spoiler for the Yeah, twist, I know it yeah. would. But people were, I, they okay. were upset that I lied to them. I don't uh, understand. It, you won't understand unless you played it. But so this, job, this job can be challenging sometimes. You can 
can say that you like dogs and then people will say, well, that means they hate cats. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's how it works. Um, and also I played some Horizon Call of the Mountain. The PlayStation VR 2 title. Yes. I went to your house. You did. With your friend, Ben. There were three his, Bens in were the same room. <laughs> I, someone on my stream yesterday was like, did you have fun playing on Ben's VR the weekend? And I was like, how do you know that? Oh, it's because... How do you know that? When how I was you know that? when I had my Ben over, because he came up to visit, mm -hmm. he brought his PSVR 2. He's one of, I don't want to brag, six people in the world who has a PSVR 2. Mm. It's pretty exciting. Uh, he brought it up, and then we did a stream on Vidiots, just a, like yeah. a charity stream where we played some, some VR 2 titles and had a mess around. And on the stream, uh, I, I brought up the fact that I said last week on the podcast, oh, I'm going to play Horizon, by the way, and you looked absolutely gutted. <laughs> And I said, oh, actually, I suppose, I suppose, like, her and Ben could, like, come around tomorrow and give it a go. And yeah. I was like, yeah, sure. So maybe, yeah, and these people, they're paying attention. They are paying attention. But there was attention. a moment did of pure panic off? where I was like, how do you know why they I did They watched the you arrive. <laughs> freaked me out. Um, so I played some of that. I yeah. only played, like, about maybe 40 minutes of it, like, up to the kind of title screen. Because I knew that if I kept playing it... I was going to get really, really sad that I couldn't finish the game because I was like, there's no way I can finish the game now. And also, like, I feel like there's a... I don't want to overstay my welcome here. Ben invited us to pop round and Just play Just pop round for a couple and of And then it was a few hours and I thought, this, we got to leave soon. Your reasoning, it did kind of make sense, but also baffled all of us because... Your your Ben brought over what was it the quest the quest, the yeah. quest go yeah is that quest, what um, quest two quest two the quest two the quest as uh, well. for us to have a go with as well so there were two VR units set up in <laughs> in my flat it was ridiculous um, and we once you'd decided right I'm going to stop now or I'm going to be sad yeah the VR two was just sat there because everyone had had a go with it I we're like just do play it. it just just play it. it's right there just play some more no, like, I no I'm going to be sad like because if sake. I kept playing it I would know that I would get really like excited about it mm. and then I wouldn't be able to play it again for the foreseeable future until right. I either next encountered a PlayStation VR two or got my own or one your own. I was like this and I'm not buying one anytime soon it's too expensive so I was like I'm not I can't keep getting into this because my brain will be like this is the best thing that's ever happened and then I'd have to take it away and yeah. I'd have withdrawal symptoms so I was like I can't I can't <laughs> play anymore stop. I know what I'm like and I have to stop yeah now. I have to be I have to be honest and if I keep playing it I will be sad for the rest of the year um and I thought though that Reyes or Reyes hmm. sounded like Nick Offerman. And the whole time when right. he was talking, I was like, that's Nick Offerman off of Parks and Rec was talking it? to me. It's not. Oh, it's okay. not him. It's some other guy. And is that the protagonist? Who yeah, plays? yeah. Okay. But he sounds just like Nick Offerman. And I was like, this is so weird. But uh, I played with every instrument I found. I figured out that you can one hand climb if you just if you're quick enough. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was it was really really stunning. Uh, and p the PSVR two is pretty pretty damn good. Mm -hmm. Just a shame there's no games for it, and yeah. it costs so much money. It does cost an awful lot of money. Um, yeah, I'll I'll talk about my experiences with the PS PSVR two in a minute. But yeah, it was it's it's a pretty it's a good headset. Mm. It's very very clear when yeah. you put it on. Like the the visual fidelity is it's really impressive. But you know, it sounds like it's massively undersold mm. and, and Sony head, doesn't actually. need any. It hurt your head. Yeah. The one that Ben's got, the VR2 and mm. the Rift that I've got doesn't hurt my head as much as the PlayStation uh, VR2. Okay. But like it was real digging into my skull and I was oh, like, oh, no. 
Yeah. Oh, well, I didn't have that issue, but it is something that I guarantee within a year Sony will have stopped promoting mm-hmm. because they don't need much encouragement to just give up on a product if it's not, you know, yeah. well, full stop. If it's not performing, then definitely not. And then why would anyone want to throw resources into, into developing exclusive titles for it? No way. Uh, it's a shame because it's a really good piece of kit, but uh, I think it's kind of surprising that they made it at all. Yeah. To be honest. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I'm glad they did. It's it's great. But I have, even after playing one, I have no intention of buying Mm-mm. one. Uh, it's just too expensive. Yeah. So. That's all I played. I also played a puzzle game in VR, but I don't know what that's called. So. Yeah, I can't remember what that was called either. You've played 10 dates. Oh my God, I forgot we played 10 dates. We played 10 dates. Yeah. Uh, and there was a man that I really, really wanted to get as the final date yeah. i won't say why because i don't think it's youtube friendly no it's not youtube but, friendly at um, all. it was filth <laughs> i wanted to make him our partner and then we got to the end and it was between him and the woman and uh i was like i think we can date the man yeah and i think we can do it and we didn't he didn't want to commit to us so it was a fail and i yeah. was like we didn't even get the option to say our oh, commitment no commitment's fine I've I've never seen a a fail state screen on ten Wells Interactive's amazing new title ten dates mm-hmm. before, but yeah, you backed the wrong horse. I did. You were so dead set on having this man that when he said no, there were no more dates for us to go on, and <laughs> the game ended early. Yeah. Uh, roll credits. Wait, do you not? Did you get more than three dates normally? Then. Well, you do. You do get three dates, but like, there's there's an actual end to oh. the game normally. Like, there's there's a little. Uh, epilogue about how you got on with your person that you chose oh. at the end. Yeah, we didn't go on any didn't more want dates. It. He no. wasn't interested. No. Uh, it's crap though, isn't it? <laughs> it's, like it's, yeah. the, it's the worst, it's the best, sorry, the best kind of cheese. The uh, acting in it is pretty good though. It is. It's definitely the best acting in any of the other worlds. I was very surprised. Games. Hey, we're less than a month away from Mir and the Dragon Princess. Well, it was supposed to come out this month, but they pushed it back, but... May, I think it's on the 4th of May, actually, Fourth Star May, Wars Day. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, so, I'm so excited We're all going to have it. to get together and play it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've got a busy May, so it'll have to maybe You're busy be. every month, so... I am, but it's also my birthday in May, and I am going away for a week. So we'll have to all get together for my birthday, just like we did last year for Un- Who Pressed Mute on Uncle Marcus, mm-hmm. which was a Game of the Year Great. winner. So, so, <laughs> so good. I'm very excited, though. Is that what you've been playing? That's all I played this month, this week. Okay, here we go. Uh, I've played some more Gears 5 in Mm co-op and I've been uh, scooting around the the red desert on my sand skiff thing or whatever it's called and I was so bored. I really did not enjoy how long that bit dragged on for because they'd already done it with the ice with the icy place mm. where you do it the first time where there's lots of options from w- of where to go and then they just do it again except this time it's one mission that they just stretch out massively because you have to get on a bloody sand kite thing and sail it across the sand so you go to one place and you're like oh no it's not here well this thing's here okay let's press that button okay the button's been pressed now we need to go to the other side of the map to to go to the other mm-hmm. factory and it's like can they not just be in one place you're really just stretching it out um gears 5 i I think is still the better of the two out of gears 4 um but after that i didn't i couldn't play for much longer because i was i i was kind of getting a bit bored of it um but now i think we're closing in on the end of the game and I think it's going to get a bit more linear again now rather than just just putting big old stretches of desert between me and my objectives. So fingers crossed. Um, But on the whole, I'm still enjoying it. 
and uh, I'll, I'll be sad when I finish it and there's no Gears 6 to play. So again, fingers crossed. Yeah. Gets announced soon. Yeah. Uh, I played some more Pokemon Gold. I have now finished the gym badges for the Johto region. Proud of you. Thank you. So I'm on my way to the Pokemon League mm-hmm. to kill all of them and murder them. Wow. And then I can go and do Kanto. But uh, it's been a few days since I played it, but I'm still enjoying that. Do you think in Pokemon mm. lore mm. that you could uh, put people in a Pokeball? Well, this is an interesting question. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know how any of it works, especially no, as there are some true. human-like Pokemon. Yeah, exactly. Well. There's some pretty man-looking Pokemon. There are. There are. Uh, there's probably some sort of theory or law implication. You could probably Google it I'll right Google now. I'll Google it afterwards. And, and find an answer. Uh, I played a bit more Saints Row in co-op. It's broken. Doesn't, so good. Doesn't work. I played some Zombie Army 4, which was on PS Plus a, a little while ago mm-hmm. in co-op. And you know what? That's a pretty fun game. It's, it's basically Left 4 Dead as made by the people who do Sniper Elite. So it's 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 a squad shooter where you make your way through a level. There's a very loose story. Um, you get rated on your accuracy at the end and so on and so forth and who killed the most zombies and things like that. And uh, it's but unlike Back 4 Blood, mm. which was like, hey, we made Left 4 Dead. Remember that? Come check out our kind of OK game yeah. about shooting zombies. This one actually seemingly good enough to have a partnership with left for dead because you can download character skin packs where you can then hello where you can then look like the left for dead characters Uh, and you level up between missions and stuff so there's a sense of progression i had a pretty good time with it just to hop in and play some co-op with some some friends i googled it it says that if you put a person in a pokeball they wouldn't get captured they just get injured what? That's even worse. It says, the amount of manipulation that would t- have to take place for humans to be able to fit inside Pokeballs is dangerous. Hang on. And even Professor Farber's in. invention did not use the same technology that Pokeballs used, apparently. And uh, but, but some, some of them are bloody huge. Yeah, some of them are way bigger than people. That doesn't make sense. The fact that they, they could be injured is really... that's a, that's a, that, that implies that, yes, they, they could try, yeah. <laughs> but it would hurt. Just nobody does it. Well, that's yeah. that's actually worse than not knowing, to be honest. Uh, I played a little bit of Borderlands 2 in three-player co-op with editor Kieran. We started the, uh, what's, what's it called? Captain Scarlet and her Pirate Booty mm-hmm. DLC. And that's pretty fun. Been in, Had a good time with that. There's a lot of back and forth in that, though. There is a lot of going around, yeah, all over the place. Uh, then I caved and I bought Resident Evil 4 Remake, which is the main thing I've been playing, mm-hmm. and it's fantastic. I really like it. Having never played Resi 4 before, I am playing on baby difficulty, but I'm having a fantastic time. Really, really enjoying it. I, I'm not going quite in depth as Peter has been in terms of buying the treasure maps and mm-hmm. stuff. But I've been hitting most of the things on my way past and and exploring nukes and crannies. And I think it's phenomenal. I think it's really, really good. And I'm seriously impressed. Uh, and I keep thinking about it and I want to play more of it. I've just finished chapter 10. So I don't think I'm too far from the end. But uh, I, I haven't had a chance to play it the past couple of days. So hopefully tonight at the time of recording. By the time you listen to this, maybe I'll have finished it. Mm. I'm really excited. I, I'm I genuinely having a great time. Good. It's a remake of a game I haven't played before. Yeah. It's nice. It's, yeah. it's really, and what a way to experience it as well. Really, really good. I have heard some quite funny discourse, though, online about how 
almost immediately Leon just starts murdering Spanish people <laughs> <laughs> with like with like no second thoughts yeah. at all because there's a bit obviously the bit everyone knows at the start where you walk up and you see that a police officer has been murdered mm. and then you and then you get attacked and you have to defend yourself but then you go to a little village bit and yes you see that a police officer the other police officer is being burned alive basically yeah. but then he sneaks around the side of her house and there's just a woman sweeping yeah and he's like yeah, and just straight just in the neck stabs her in the back yeah and she might have not had anything to do with that <laughs> she's just, she's just it. sweeping and it's really it's That's it's quite just funny. it's funny that's yeah. the thing like this isn't a criticism having I played just think, it in vr i have killed that woman multiple I did, times. well yeah me too no no doubt didn't even think about just it. immediately like that is an enemy if she can die she will die she's sweeping it's like it's not even it's just it, i just find it really funny because she's not even it's in the first few games obviously you're fighting zombies mm -hmm. and these guys have like a plague thing and you know worms come out of their head and stuff yeah. like that um but it's it's messed up that while zombies are shuffling around or eating people, these guys, like, she was just sweeping. <laughs> she was, like, tidying her garden. She might not have been infected. I mean, obviously she is if yeah. you run past her and yeah. she'll, like, try and grab you and stuff. But, like, Leon, international man of mystery, <laughs> just stabs this woman who's sweeping her garden. And I think it's so funny. That is very funny. Uh, but yeah, I'm really enjoying that. And then, of course, there was the onslaught of VR2. I played Horizon Call of the Mountain. So pretty. I didn't actually play the opening of the game, so I didn't hear Nick Offerman. Mm. Uh, but I did play the uh, Safari mode, which is literally a tech demo where you sit in a, like a canoe and you just look at all the massive robots. The sense of scale is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, Those yeah. robots are huge. When I killed a watcher, you get like its eye and the watcher eye was at the size of like a beach ball. And I was like, in Horizon, I carry around like 45 of those <laughs> in my pocket, like yeah. plus a bunch of like, you know, a thunder jaw jaw. That's bloody huge. And I like looked and I was like, this is really throwing off my sense of scale in the game. Like this in reality looks absolutely massive. It's yeah. really added a whole another dimension of how big are Aloy's pockets. She must be a magician. And also like Aloy is not a big person, any for like <laughs> no. full stop. And she is fighting these things with a bow and arrow mm -hmm. and it's it's insane you see all sort basically every single creature goes past you mm -hmm. over the course of this canoe ride and they are massive i don't know how she does it it's crazy what a hero what a hero uh, beyond that i also played um pavlov in i think it's called pavlov yeah it's called pavlov in psvr2 which is like i didn't find very fun it's a super duper realistic shooter where mm -hmm. when you reload you have to press a button to eject the cartridge then you have to reach down put a put a magazine back in. i don't know what the ammo yeah, is called yeah. magazine back in then you have to cock it and it's like oh it's just you're there like dr dropping your gun on the floor <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit too realistic for me i wanted something a bit more sim like but it's still you know it's still impressive and uh the final thing i played on psvr2 was pistol whip where mm. you shoot people in time to the music. It's a bit like super hot. I wasn't very good at that game. I wasn't very good either, but it was really cool. Uh, there's a lot of aim assist, I think, but it does make you feel like Jonathan Wicks. <laughs> and that's pretty rad. And then I played on the uh, the Quest 2, mm. which I was super impressed by. Both of these VR units, you, you can draw a safe zone and they have like a pass-through camera so you can see around your environment if you're you know trying to move around and stuff. But I was super impressed by the, the Quest 2 because... I don't know a huge amount about VR, but I didn't realize that 
while I knew it was wireless, mm. I thought it still had to connect to something to run the games, but it's all completely just, built in, yeah. That's crazy. And then you can draw a little safe zone. So while the living room was taken up by the VR2, just in the little entrance room where you come into my flat, which mm. is tiny, I was able to draw a, a little rectangle and still be able to play VR just there next to the front door. Mm -hmm. It was it was really, I was very impressed by that. Um, and in that, I played a bit of Resi 4 VR, which was pretty interesting, and uh, Vader Immortal as well. So I was uh, deflecting some lightsaber stuff. So that is flipping loads of video games. That is a I've lot played of video games. Loads. Hopefully next week, I'll only be talking about Pokemon Gold, Gears 5, and uh, Resi 4. Because I need to, I need to, I need, <laughs> I need to, to calm down. I need to calm the flip down. I played too many games, but yeah, yeah real, a real game heavy weekend mm. for sure. Lots of VR as well, which was, which I also was played catch in the garden. Yes. You said, <laughs> you said when you, when you two came over, you said that you'd spent how long? Like, like 45 minutes. 45 minutes just throwing a ball back and forth. And then halfway through, we were like, now try with your left hand. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> How bored are you? <laughs> we had to wait for a handyman to come round. Right. That's it. That and then was he didn't it, even it? come round. Didn't come round. So then you came and played VR instead. Then he came round the next day. You ripped the window sill off and left. <laughs> Great. That's why we all need to live in the VR, the virtual world. Yes, exactly. Um, only 600 pounds plus 600 pounds. Yeah. Plus Cheap. about a thousand pounds for a TV. Yeah. Great. Cheap, cheap, Very cheap. affordable. Well, it's time to move on to question two. question two. Yeah, that's it. And I thought it was another section. No, it's question two. This is from David Lieber. Yo, Bappages, what's the most frustrated you've been with a game you really like? I'm really enjoying Zelda Skyward Sword. The world, story, and puzzles are great. But some of the game design is unbelievably frustrating. Flying through rings in a post-Superman 64 world should be illegal. <laughs> and the motion controls don't help. I've come close to giving up multiple times. Keep up the great work. David. Thank you, David. Thank you, David. I have a few. Um, recently in Chia, there is a like um, diving mini game kind of thing. Various points are on the map. There's a diving board. You jump off it. You hold R2 and you use the right stick to spin and flip around and try and get... Do what? Spin and flip around. Spin and flip around. Okay. Uh, and you have to land well and try and get the gold medal in all of them to finish the game. And um, I hate those. Didn't like them. Did not like them. Was not good at them. Every time I got a gold medal, pure fluke by just brute forcing my way through it and just Excellent. doing as many flips as I could and landing. Was it like that head. mini game from the Little Britain video game where you go off the diving board and you just sort of rotate wildly in <laughs> Pretty the Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> Pretty much exactly like That's that. It's a 10 from the judges. Yeah. Um, and they also have a like slingshot kind of shooting range mm. style thing, which I didn't find that annoying. But watching my boyfriend try and do them and fail multiple times, I found that very frustrating. Uh, <laughs> but the, the diving one is definitely my least favorite. Mm -hmm. um, but in terms of like actual kind of like battle and stuff i really got frustrated fighting the wood knight in Kana bridge of spirits uh because it really wants you to use the parry mechanic and i hate parry mechanics so i really struggled my way through that fight the first time i think i actually turned the difficulty down on that fight because it it wound me up so much um also with difficulty one time i played horizon zero dawn in hard mode and i was getting uh, absolutely ganged up on by a bunch of like skyhawks or whatever they're called mm -hmm. and um i 
so much that I put the game down, didn't play it for like a month. And then Ben was like, why are you not playing Horizon? I thought you were really enjoying it. I was like, these birds won't leave me alone. Like they're, they literally are killing me so quick and I don't know what to do about it. And that's when he found out I was playing it on hard mode. Mm. And if I hadn't been playing it on hard mode, which I didn't realize, I, prob- I did it, put it on easy, killed them straight away. But I was like, easy peasy. God, why was I struggling with well, this so much? Think about it this way. The fact that it you, you took a little break just meant that when you ended up finishing Horizon, you were that much closer to the sequel. That's you true. didn't have to wait as long. That's such a good point. <laughs> what you should do is microdose yeah. this DLC yeah. over the course of several years. Yeah. And then you can just go straight every, to the next one. Every month you get to play half an hour. Yes. Yeah. If you've done your catch. Yes, exactly. Um, and lastly, that I haven't actually finished the game because of this boss fight, but there is a fight in near Automata where you come out of like the human camp and you go kind of out and there's like I don't even know it's been so long since I played it but there's this big flying machine and a bunch of little dudes and I died on that battle so many times and lost all of my like you know health and power up kind of situation whatever they are in in near and I couldn't do it I couldn't get past the fight. I kept dying and I stopped playing the game then and I have not picked it up since. And I was really enjoying it and I was really enjoying the world and the soundtrack and the the story. But that boss fight put me off so much that I've not gone back and played it. And really, like, I haven't... This was maybe, like, six years ago now. So potentially could give it another go and maybe would be better at it now. But I just could not get past it and I... I've just never gone back to it because I was so frustrated and so annoyed by it. Mm. So, yeah. That's a shame. It happens to all of us, though. It does. Uh, Well, I think mainly any of the mega difficulties I've had to do for trophies in the past, uh, I'd say specifically with maybe some of the... um, Sony exclusive first party games like your Uncharted's and Last of Us and stuff like that, I found the hardest difficulty, I I think I saved the hardest difficulty run for like the last trophy. Mm -hmm. And then that was probably the last time I played any of those games where it was just not fun Mm. at all. I don't know why anyone would want to do it. Like full stop. why, Why would you, why would you willingly put yourself through that? Elevated challenge. Sure. But we've spoken on this podcast before about different ways developers could approach hard mode apart from enemies deal 10,000 times the amount of damage, Mm. like just make certain items more scarce or move more enemies into an area to make it harder to overcome. Like there's different ways that you can increase difficulty without just making enemies hit harder, for example. Um, And so... For the longest time, literally until the the remastered trilogy came out um, a couple of years ago, I think the last time I played Mass Effect 2 and 3, both games that I love, were when I forced my, brute forced my way through them on the hardest difficulty, having a miserable time. Mm-hmm. And that was my, that was the final time I played those games was, well, I'm never going back to that again yeah. because that was a chore. Yeah. That was a real chore. Uh, but beyond that, the speed challenges in Spyro games. You know, when you oh. go to those places and you've got the timer and you've got to fly through those rings. The one that I hate is the one in that like jungle area where it's all kind of floating paths and you have to like run, mm. you're like full on charging your way through like these series yeah. and you have to like jump over to different, I hate that. I hate that. Oh, right. Yeah, that's an actual level. Oh, you, you, you mean, know the, oh, the, you the mean time the, challenge yeah, ones? Yeah, 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 yeah. that, that level now. is rubbish as well. I'm yeah. not a fan of that one. 
uh, with, like the speed mind. boost yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. yeah, where you yeah, uh, where you've got to fly through the rings and like there's there's four or f maybe four sets of ten things that you have to complete it's within like the time. Like destroy the planes or something. Yeah, exactly. It's it's tedious and it's so much trial and error until you work out the right way to do it. And it's in every game. And I think and uh, Peter Peter would know if he was here. Is that why you're saying it? Because he's not here. So yeah, he, I'm just feeling very brave today. He can't yeah. shout at me. Um, but no, I always <laughs> they're always my least favorite part of the Spyro trilogy. Yeah. And um, I, I, I enjoy all of the rest of it. Uh, so those and also probably <clears throat> when I first played through Demon's Souls, or when I bought Demon's Souls, I got up to the Tower Knight. So I beat the first boss mm. and then I managed to run across the big scary bridge where the dragon's breathing fire at you. And then I got to the Tower Knight and I died there maybe literally single figure amount of times. But every time you die, you have to run all the way back. Mm. There's like no checkpoint or shortcut or anything. You've got to yeah. go back across the bridge. And at that point, I just decided this isn't for me. I'm not having fun. I'm done. Finish now. And now, now. Here, we, and now here we are. We're back. Yeah. Uh, like, God, how many years? Ten years later, maybe slightly longer. And uh, it's one of my favorite games. So, uh, you know, you you may return to Nier Automata and I have might, a great time. Eventually, I just there's so many other things happening that I've just never had time to go back to it. Mm. But maybe I will eventually. If you did, unlikely. It might be a bit strange i don't know why yeah a bit peculiar perhaps odd maybe maybe uh, uh weird, weird, weird news. weirdness Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. It's weird news time, time for some weird video game news. Remember, if you would like to submit weird video game news to us, you can do so on Twitter and Facebook by responding to the relevant post at some point early in the week. Is it Tuesday? Tuesday normally, yeah. Tuesday, there you go. So you've got a couple of days to submit your weird news. If you want to guarantee yourself a shout out at this point in the podcast, however, you need to go to patreon.com. Forward slash team triple jump and subscribe at the tier that makes you a podcast producer. Precisely. I was so close. I was trying to force my way through that. I'm going to hiccup. I'm going to hiccup. Hey, I don't can't. worry about it. Got you covered. Got <laughs> you back. Thank you very much. Uh, just like Nathan, G.Y. Goliath, Nexus Polaris, Duncan Wilson, Blake Thomas, Ellie Nicholas, Nicole Hansen, Melody L. Burnett, and Katie Garrett, <laughs> and Gabrielle <laughs> Philippic. <laughs> 
Excellent. Thank you, podcast producers. Thank you, podcast producers. You've got some weird news then. I do have some weird news. It comes from Chris Thompson on Facebook and Stephen Skodes on Twitter. Double whammy. Twitter. Twitter. So on Eurogamer, written by Ed Nightingale. This one's less weird, more nice. Oh. Um, Elderly couple wins at Wii Bowling Tournament in wholesome gaming moment. Aww. And then Ed, because he's an absolute jokester, yeah, has put yeah. colour me impressed. Like, like M-I-I. Like M-I-I. That yeah. is hysterical, it Edward. Is. Well done. It is really good. Um, he says, you may remember the Wii being marketed as a console for everyone, and it seems that motto is still going strong. Over the weekend, an elderly couple competed in a Wii Bowling Tournament in France and won. Genie ninety six and Gilbert eighty five. It is a good name. Only very old Jeannie women are and called Gilbert. Genie. Do you reckon that's Genie's real name or is it a nickname? Mm. It sounds like a nickname. She might be called Jean and then like she goes Jeannie. by Genie. That's great. I like that. Um, and Gilbert competed representing their retirement home at a wee bowling LAN. Host- <laughs> ah yes, okay. <laughs> at a wee bowling LAN hosted by Gamers Assembly. Wee bowling was, of course, one of. The handful of mini-games included in Wii Sports, a pack-in game launched along with the console. Now, a wholesome clip of the pair winning has been shared by eSports reporter Jake Lucky. The video sees Jeannie lining up her final shot before nailing a perfect strike. The crowd goes wild. Hell it's yeah. adorable. Um, I put The clip will be in the dump down below, so yeah. check that so out. So how old are they again? Uh, Jeannie is 95. So they probably started playing when they were... 96, sorry. When they were in their 80s, mm. Well, Gilbert's 85, so he's a younger oh, man. Oh, Jeannie. Jeannie and, and Gilbert. They might not necessarily be a couple. Cradle but... robber. Jeannie. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah, exactly. Scandalous. Scandal. Um, a further clip shows the pair receiving their award, wonderfully styled, as a wee remote emerging from a bowling pin. Um... It's proof that you're never too old to play games, compete, or follow your dreams. Yes. Bowling did return in Nintendo Switch Sports, which included a 16-player online battle mode. Eurogamer's Kristen Dolan was a fan of the package when it reviewed it last year. It's not as good as Wii it's Sports. It's not as good though. as Wii Sports. Uh, so yeah, Jeannie and Gilbert, they won. Hell yeah. They Would you like to see her lining up her final strike and winning? I would. Does she, does she use one of those trough things that you roll Wait, a ball down? No, she doesn't. She's professional. Okay. Look at her go. I'm seeing her. She's. Oh, the technique is there. That's beautiful. Oh my Isn't god, there's so many people. Oh my god. There's so many people. The that's crowd like a, goes wild. That's an arena. That's an arena full of people. That See, is. that is an esport I would oh watch. Oh my god. League of Legends, I don't understand it. Dota, what even is that? Uh, we bowling. I would pay money yeah. to watch professional wee bowlers. Old people, they make me cry. And that might <laughs> set me off. <laughs> like, she just looks so happy. Everyone's, everyone's, everyone's so excited. Oh my God, look at them getting that trophy. It's going to set me off. Hell yeah, Jeannie. Hell yeah, Jeannie. And Gilbert. And Gilbert. Wow, what a dream team. Oh my God. That is amazing. I love that. <sighs> how how lovely. Best thing ever. Have uh, you got some news? I do have some weird news. Is this, it as wholesome as that? Uh, that way. No, no, it's not. Uh, but it's not bad either. Mm. Uh, this comes from Annika Brock on Twitter at BurningWyvern90, who writes for us. Hello, Annika. Thank you very much for Wonderful submitting. Wonderful header image as well. Annika. Oh, yes. Very good on your Twitter. We enjoyed it a lot. Uh, this is Eurogamer and... Ed Nightingale. Oh my God, a twofer for Ed. It's a double edder. He's so big. <laughs> uh, 
Um, sorry, no, I'm not sorry. Uh, <laughs> this article has the headline: Streamer completes Elden Ring with a custom bop it toy. They always be doing something weird, don't they? They always Elden be Elden Ring streamers. They making always me be doing something feel like weird. a clown for struggling in that game. <laughs> bop it, twist it, pull it. Not phrases you generally associate with Elden Ring, but that's changed thanks to streamer Swoop Douglas, who completed the game with a bop it toy. Don't laugh. Bop it toy. <laughs> The streamer completed the all bosses run at the end of March, sharing a clip on Twitter. A Boppet Extreme 2 was used, allowing for just five inputs, which certainly adds to the challenge beyond the unique device. I had never actually beaten all of the bosses in Elden Ring before attempting to do it on a Boppet, <laughs> oh Douglas Todd, PC gamer. And I had eventually gotten to a point where I felt more comfortable on the Boppet than a normal controller. That's I so think funny. it had to do with having no choice but to use more focus while playing on a Boppet that made me actually better versus a normal controller. And yes, after this run, I held an Xbox controller and it felt absolutely foreign. <laughs> uh, so you can go check that out. On, I finished uh, it with a bop it. On Swoop Douglas's Twitch, I assume. I love that he, he like his first run through was with a bop it. Yeah, I respect that. It's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. There we are. That's my weird news. Pretty weird. Thank you for submitting weird news. It's time for a question. It is. It comes from Moses supposes. With the with the roaring adoration of the Super Mario Bros. movie, which we loved, and uh, we didn't say anything bad about. Oh and yeah! Everyone in the comments, people were very reasonable really, really liked how about the fact that we that we didn't love it. Yeah. Um, what other Nintendo IPs would you like to see adapted into film? Thank you, Mister Supposes. Mister Supposes. Also, just to clarify, I think we both enjoyed the Super Mario Bros. Yeah, we movie. said that. We just weren't. What was it? Roaring with adoration, which yeah. some people correctly assumed meant that we hate Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, which it's is, true. We which hate them. Obviously very true. JK. Hate Nintendo. We don't appreciate them and they don't have a good relationship with us. No. And they don't send us review codes. They don't send us review codes. Just kidding. They actually quite like us. Yeah. We and love, we don't hate Nintendo. We love Nintendo. We just didn't like the, uh, the Legend just, of Zelda and we just didn't think that the Mario I mean, movie it's true. was the best movie it was ever made. Yeah, we didn't say that the Mario movie was the best movie ever made and we we weren't overflowing with phrase, uh, praise Sorry about the cre uh, uh, creativity and freedom available in mm. um, Tears of the Kingdom. But if you listen to our conversation, it's not because we think the game is going to be bad. No. It's just because I personally find that quite intimidating because I thought Breath of the Wild was a bit too open for me personally. Mm. So having even more of that freedom. Anyway, I don't have to defend myself. Yeah, you, understand, hey, you understand? We like we Nintendo, it, okay? Right? We like Nintendo. We just didn't think the movie was the, the greatest best thing movie ever in the world ever made right? it was a great time it, it was, was a good fun time jack bowser was funny yeah that's his name now that is um i probably quite like that actually jack bowser yeah yeah that is a cool name um i would like to see a star fox movie Ooh. i think that that would make a really interesting sci-fi movie mm -hmm. would appease the furries they'd love it <laughs> the uh, furries would <laughs> love it they'd, they'd love be it. seen i just think that it was like fox What's his surname? Fox McCloud? I did think that was his name, but I, I doubted myself. Um, would make a really interesting protagonist. And I just think that obviously the, the way that we've seen Star Fox games before would be interesting to see it as a potentially animated movie like mm. the Super Mario one was. Um, if you go the animated route, there's, yeah. there's so much Nintendo stuff you can do. There is. I would also like... Um, a Splatoon horror movie. Oh my God. Because okay. I would like to see kind of like the way that human beings became little inkling people because yeah. the whole thing is that it's set on earth and it's like a post-apocalyptic world, mm -hmm. but it's 
shrouded in joy because everyone's a little weird octopus inkling thing. So I personally would like to see the evolution of man into inklings. And I would like to see if it happened peacefully or if there was an entire generation of human beings turned into octopuses unwillingly. To ensure the survival of the human race. They were like, you must become an octopus. Like a Cyberman situation Mm. or some sort of zombie virus. Yeah, exactly. I would like to see that happen. And I'd like to see the world crumble as humans become inkling boys mm. and girls. Yes. Uh, I think that would make a really interesting movie. Yeah, I'd watch that. Yeah. And I want it to be live action. So when they turn into the squids, it's just like an actual squid. And there's a bit in there where they where the squids are flopping around in the in like the central hub area where everyone yeah. hangs out. And there's loads of people with really problematic artwork yeah, yeah, yeah. proudly displayed that apparently is not being moderated at all. Yeah, I That's would like good. that. Yeah, That's good. We love that. Um, I've got a few ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there have been plenty of Pokemon movies. I know that. Mm-hmm. But I would like one that follows the plot of Pokemon Red, Blue and Yellow exactly. Um, I don't know why well, I know yellow is slightly different. Okay, fine. Red and blue. <laughs> exactly. And I know as well that there was actually a TV series. I can't remember what it was called because I, d- I did watch it. Um, uh, there was an anime several episodes long that did actually follow the plot of Red and Blue. And mm. it was really cool. I liked it a lot. And I think a, a proper animated movie would be would be great. And I would watch that just like I would buy that game forever until I die. Yeah. Uh, and play it until I die. <laughs> um, apart from that, how about the most wholesome movie ever to exist with no no character development no like there's there's no antagonist there's no quandary at the center like no no nothing to struggle against the animal crossing movie yeah where but there is an antagonist well tom no capitalism well yeah i suppose so yeah, but it's like he's super chill about it he's super chill yeah he makes you feel welcome on his island he's even like, though hey, you owe him a lot of money you owe me literally a million bells yeah but just pay whenever you're ready Mm -hmm. but i will remind you every time you come into my shop that you owe me a million bells yeah i think a movie with absolutely zero um what am i trying to say not not strife narrative another yeah maybe narrative (laughs) it's just a person who gets up every day and does really menial tasks they do that they go and water their plants yeah they run away from some wasps that's Mm -hmm. the most high tense moment in the in the, Running away the from wasps. Yeah, wasps. Yeah. Or there's like a tarantula and you have to creep around the tarantula. And everyone's mm-hmm. like, ooh, what's going to happen? Maybe the, fine. the story could be that they arrive on the island and they have to sort of prove themselves to everybody. Like mm. there's there's always a grumpy person that you encounter on it's the island. It's kind of like a it? Hallmark movie, like yeah, a rom-com exactly. style thing. Of like You're a human arrive. who comes from out of town. You live yeah. with your anthropomorphized family, anthropomorphic yeah. animal family. Yeah. Uh, be nice. Uh, how about, obviously, a Zelda movie. I think everyone... Has would 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 say that mm-hmm. um, there was a little Easter egg of it in the in the Super Mario movie, but you know nothing beyond that. I think live action would be weird. Yeah, I I can't see a live action Link and think that would look normal at all. He has to be a cartoon man, mm-hmm. but he also doesn't really speak, so yeah. that might be a bit of an issue. But well, Mario doesn't really speak that often. That's true. They could they could give Link a voice, and I think that would be okay. Yeah. Um, and there's, I think he should be played by Tom Holland. I think he should be in live played action. by Chris Pratt. 
personally. Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg, yes. We should just keep the Uncharted casting yeah, going yeah, to yeah. every single movie. Uh, last one I've got, because a lot of people have been <clears throat> saying, is the Mario movie the first step towards a Super Smash Bros movie where you get all these different franchises in? I would actually rather not do one where they all leather the crap out of each other for no reason. Mm -hmm. I would rather they do a Mario Kart movie and they get all of the franchises in that way because it's already without... Any spoilers whatsoever, because this is in the trailer for the Super Mario Bros. movie, but it is established that kart racing is a thing that mm. happens. Um, and there is a rainbow road. There's a rainbow road. They they could literally just go through a warp pipe and end up in this this dimension or this, this land where everyone races in their carts. Mm. I think that would work really well, especially as an it's introduction like to other people. It's just like <laughs> Mad Max. Yes, a gritty 18-rated Yeah. Uh, a Mario Kart franchise movie. movie. That's yeah. what I would like. So there's there's some suggestions. Mad they've Mario. They got yes, Mario'd Max. <laughs> they've got so many so many options, and uh, I think most of them, in fact, all of them, would probably have to be animated to keep the yeah, keep the charm think... levels. But I think it could work. I couldn't think of any of them that would work in live action. No. Pikmin. It, Kirby would be kind of upsetting. Kirby would be horrifying. It would be really scary. Oh my God, a fleshy being mm -hmm. consuming other things. Now that's a horror movie. That is a horror movie. Absolutely. Where's the Kirby horror movie? Yeah. That's what we deserve. Well, well, it's time to move on to something rather large. You could even call it the big discussion. Oh. It's big discussion time. Time for the big discussion that this week's this comes courtesy of Cameron Keywood. Mm -hmm. A lot of alliteration there. Barbar question sheep, have you got an answer? Media Molecule has revealed it will stop active development of Dreams later this year. After a final update in September, live support for the game creation platform will come to an end, though the studio will still deploy critical bug fixes when necessary. Dreams seemed to arrive at the right time when the C virus hit and everybody had time to play it, but this is the first time I've heard I this is the first time I have heard it in the news for a while. What are your thoughts on Dreams and will it leave a lasting impression in gaming history? Kind regards, Cameron Keywood. The pad is sacred. It is. Mm. The pad is sacred. I played Dreams briefly during the pandemic. Mm. I played through all of the like things that they'd made and a few other people's creations. I attempted to do the tutorials to teach you how to make the games and gave up pretty quickly because I have no artistic ability whatsoever. Um, but I I do think Dreams is, is slash was uh, a really interesting idea and um, gave a lot of people the kind of boost that they might have needed to kind of pursue this kind of thing a bit further. Mm. Some I, people were hired. People were hired, exactly, yes. We made some really great stuff. Um, I do, however, think that it uh, has the same vibe to me as Roblox, but without, um, you know, the thing about, you know, the issue with child labor kind of, course, of situation. Yes. Yeah. Um, in the sense that the only way you are going to have fun in that game is if other people play the game and make stuff for you to play. Um, I don't think Media Molecule made that many more, like, actual kind of playable short games like they did when they first released it. There was a few mm. on there. Um, and I haven't been on it since like 2020 when it was released. Yeah. Um, so I haven't really seen what people have been up to on there. And like Cameron said, I haven't heard about it in the news. Um, I haven't seen any stories about it. There's not really been that many posts online. They're like, wow, look at this amazing dreams creation, which I think is kind of telling of the, not the community, but how many people are actually playing it. Cause probably on Reddit, it's probably 
popping off on Reddit. But outside of their own kind of sphere, there's not that many people really talking about things that have been made on Dreams. Mm -hmm. um, I do think it was a really interesting idea. And I do think that, that Media Molecule did a really good job with the tools they provided to players to make the stuff that they were able to make. Um, and I think that a lot of the stuff that was made up by people is really great. However, I don't necessarily think that a game like this has, I don't even know if you'd call it a game really, a tool like Dreams yeah. would necessarily continue to have a place going forward. Mm -hmm. Just because I think nowadays with sources of kind of making games being so accessible, I think that it's not as much got a kind of USP as it kind of used to. Um, it means a good like platform for people to share their kind of small games that they've made. But given that you can't make full scale games, there was always going to be a limit to people's kind of creative abilities and creative freedoms. Um, so I do think it's great. And I think I'm really glad that a lot of people got a lot of, you know, out of it. But I personally never really got behind it. And uh, yeah, it's a shame that it is going away. But also, as Ben put it in the message that he sent when we found out the news, they're finally free. Yes. So. Media Molecule are free. Yeah. Um, we talked a little while ago on the podcast, didn't we, about developers that we missed, mm. you know, that have, that, that have either gone bust or have been absorbed and stuff like that. And I said Media Molecule, even though they're still going, they've been working on Dreams for 10 years. Mm -hmm. And I know that they released a couple of games in that time. There was Tearaway and I think Tearaway Unfolded, which was the PS4 port of Tearaway. Um, but that you know they were showing tech demos for this in 2013 mm. dreams so it's clearly a passion project that they've had in the works for so long and i have absolutely no idea how they've managed to not make another game in that time mm. and and presumably not sell that many copies of dreams and still be kept around that's such a good point um i'm i'm like absolutely baffled why Sony almost didn't say five years ago even mm. like hey this dreams thing is like it's taken a long time could you maybe make another little big planet as well or another tearaway or something they've said that they're now shifting focus onto their next project which I'm really excited for because I love Media Molecule mm. I think they're such a unique studio and they make some fantastic games tearaway was phenomenal I loved little big planet one and two um and dreams which I also didn't really give the creating stuff uh, side a go. Mm -hmm. I, I was just there to experience the the like absolutely bat flip insane stuff that the community made. Yeah, you're you're right. You would see stuff go viral on Twitter every so often. Like, look, someone's remade the opening of this game in Dreams, and it's like, great, that's super impressive. But like, what? What do I do? So what, what do I do? do what, what does that make me want to get dreams? Not mm. really. Not unless you want to make stuff. Of course, it was home to some incredible, like really upsetting meme games yeah. as well. The quest for cheese yeah. was a was a personal favorite of mine, and I think I will before the servers are, are properly uh, killed. Although the dreams should still be available, perhaps to celebrate its its dying moments. I will do a stream and go back in and play the various Quest for Cheese games, which where you play as Wallace and it's just full of 
memes and Thomas really the Thomas the Tank Engine, just really badly designed levels mm -hmm. that's stuffed full of assets that other people have made. Yeah. And that is super impressive. The fact that people were able to make this stuff mm -hmm. look so realistic, mm -hmm. like the tool set was obviously incredible. And there's so much to be said for what more could Sony have done to market this because there weren't any adverts. It was never bundled with any consoles. It was never put on PlayStation Plus. It was never made free to play. It was never ported to PS5. It was never ported to PC. Mm. And there are certain arguments that would suggest maybe it wouldn't work as well on PC because without a way to export your games or sell them, where's the motivation? But that ultimately then rings true for the PS4 version as well. Like yeah. what's, apart from just letting you be creative, the game felt like maybe it was lacking something. There wasn't mm. enough of a single player going on. Unlike Little Big, Little Big Planet and Tearaway, there wasn't a marketable mascot or anything like that. There was no real through line with the game apart from here's a set of tools. Here's yeah. a platform to be creative on. And I think that's fantastic. And I yeah. think games like that should exist. But the fact that a studio as talented as Media Molecule, who have since, during the course of Dreams being out and being worked on, have lost a fair few talent that worked on some of their bigger, more successful games uh, who have gone on to found other studios. Um, like, why why were they why were they working on Dreams for so long? I didn't even realize that they were still, like, mm, actively working on it. seemingly all they've been doing. Because I obviously was like, well, it's not really live service in the sense that, like, there's no microtransactions really in it. So how are they making any money from it? Because once you've sold the copies... You just update. I mean, obviously yeah. that's with every game, but with something like Dreams that seemingly required a lot of attention, it's kind of interesting to to think like think like why why did they carry on with it for so long? Mm. Like why what? did they? They've clearly had like a golden ticket from Sony. Yeah, like, I think their 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 situation is so unique, unlike any other like yeah. first party studios under any publisher in the world they're the where absolute they, golden child of Sony they weren't making any money like you're right they, yeah. there was no income from this game apart from an, uh, copies initially sold and yet they were still able to presumably they've been working on other stuff in the background obviously mm. and they're now shifting focus to production on this next game but I don't know what kind of arrangement they must have had to have just at least outwardly have this game that generates no revenue yeah be their sole flagship product I think it's like kind of there's that thing of like they're the golden child of Sony mm. and they can get away with everything. They're like doing all these naughty things behind Sony's back in the sense of not making any money. Mm. And Sony are like, oh, you're just so cute. You're just so sweet. You gave us squeeze your cheeks. I do wonder if um, this might have had something to do with it that I can't remember her name, but this one of the bigwigs at Media Molecule, she became a BAFTA fellow. And mm. there are very few of those mm -hmm. BAFTA Games fellows in, in like Hideo Kojima is one of them. And I think Miyazaki became one recently as well. There's there's like a very select group of people who are BAFTA yeah. fellows. And I wonder if that maybe might have had perhaps uh, a say in them either being kept around full stop or being allowed to continue doing what they were doing. Mm. You know, the fun, interesting, creative stuff that doesn't necessarily make a lot of money because that would have looked terrible if she had been given a BAFTA fellowship and then <laughs> their studio <laughs> was shut studios, down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's, it's, I'd be fascinated to learn how this has kept going. I think Dreams is super interesting and I'm really sorry for all the people who love Dreams so much because Media Molecule tried really hard to engage the community with their annual 
like impi awards mm. and they used to have these in-game events that would try and bring the community together and that's obviously all going to go by the wayside now but i am also super excited that media molecule i mean it sounds it sounds callous and i don't mean it to sound callous <laughs> but i feel like they've they've just they've they've thrown a lot of like oh, what am I, what's the what's the flipping metaphor they've shed a lot of weight no what is it they've the monkeys off their back maybe of something course. like that yeah I that might know. be it you know what i'm trying to say that I feel like Dreams was, to an extent, maybe dragging them down. Yeah. And I'm really excited to see what they work on because those guys and girls and others are incredibly talented and so creative. And I've, Dreams has not been cutting the mustard. And mm -hmm. it's time for something new. And hopefully it has more of a single player. more Because multiplayer was planned for Dreams and that's now been scrapped. Mm -hmm. um, maybe it'll have more multiplayer. Maybe it'll be more of a traditional video game, which is probably... At this point, if they're still, if they've somehow managed to survive this, they'll need to make something more mm. tangible, I think, for their next game. Mm -hmm. uh, but rip, rip dreams. R.I.P. It's, uh, it's a shame. What, what an incredible product. But yeah, just didn't find an audience. Sad. Well. Thank you so much for listening slash watching everybody. Of course, let us know what you thought of what we discussed in the comments below. There's loads of other places you can find us on the internet as well. Ashton is going to tell you about them now. Yes, I am. You can find us on youtube.com and twitch.tv forward slash team triple jump for our videos and live stream content. When we are streaming on those, which mainly just Twitch at the moment, we are modded by Lord Brotovich, Charling Badger and Mr. Black. And if you have Amazon Prime, did you know mm. that you get a free Twitch sub with that? And you can give it to us if you fancied. And we'd be really appreciative. Doesn't yep. cost you any more. And we get a little tiny bit of money from it. So that would be great. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter or Facebook, twitter.com, facebook.com forward slash team triple jump. Twitter for video and live stream announcements and weird news posts. And Facebook for video content and uh, also weird news posts from there as well. Yes. And if you, oh, we'd like to thank Fraser, our community manager, for handling ready. those. Um, if you want to follow TikTok, TikTok.com forward slash at Team Triple Jump or at Team Triple Jump on TikTok to find all our ticks and our talks. Mm. Um, and if you'd like to be a Patreon, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Team Triple Jump. Check out all the tiers over there. There's lots of cool stuff happening if you fancy. Uh, we also have a website. It's triplej.mup, triplej.mp, spells jump. It's very clever. If you want to join Discord, it's triplej.mup forward slash Discord to chat with our wonderful community. On Discord, we're modded by Jack, Joe, Tori, and Hollow Eyes. And if it takes you to do something, Bloody well do it, all right? Don't be weird. Don't be weird. Um, if you would like to listen to the podcast in its audio form, you go to triplej.mup forward slash podcast and check out any of the live stream VODs, triplej.mup forward slash VODs. If you want to book a cameo from either of us or Peter Austin or James Jenkins, you can go to triplej.mup forward slash cameo. And lastly, if you want to buy some sick and cool merch like this t-shirt or this jacket, go to triplejumpshop.com and make sure you're following at triplejumpshop on Twitter for the latest merch announcements. We've got some fun new merch ideas, but we need to shift some old stock first. Mm. So if you want yourself some fancy ass logo merch, come get yourself hat, muggy, muggy, hat, muggy. mug, hoodie, shirt, <laughs> or all of the above. I don't know. I'm not going to, I'm not your mum. Have a look-see. See if you find something you like. Absolutely. Uh, but how about you go, oh, it's, the highlight has gone weird in the print and it's mm. completely black. Why don't you follow 
Peter and Ashton on Instagram and Twitter at that Peter Austin and at Scrambled Ashton and myself just on Twitter at Confused underscore Dude. You can see rocks on Instagram. On Peter's on Instagram. Peter's Instagram. What can people see on your Instagram? Mainly pictures of me. Pictures of Ashton yeah. on Instagram. We do lists every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Streams every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Th Thursday being the joint stream. Blaze it. On Twitch and all the other ones are on Twitch as well. We're now just streaming on Twitch for the foreseeable, including the joint stream on a Thursday. But all the VODs will still go on the YouTube VODs channel. Mm. Okay? There we are. <laughs> Worst Games Ever is fortnightly Friday for patrons of a certain tier, Sunday for everybody else. Weirdest Games is monthly, a week early for patrons. After Dark Podcast is fortnightly on Monday for patrons. And the podcast is every Saturday. Why don't you leave a five-star review on your platform of choice? It helps something to do with Al Gore's rhythms. It would really help us out. Thank you so much. Coming out this week, it's, it is actually happening now. Yeah, we've the teased it for list. like three weeks. The, the first time, it wasn't quite ready. Mm. Last week... It, we had a four-day weekend because of Easter, mm -hmm. so we got the final draft through, but we didn't have enough time to upload it and schedule it before the end of the day, so yeah. it got pushed to this week. It is actually now out. You can go and watch it. Every Telltale Games video game ranked from worst to best. It's really good. You should go and watch it, please, and share it around on the internet. It's also a Worst Games Ever week uh, for you bloody lot. If you're a patron, it's already out. And actually, it might also be a Weirdest Games for Patreon as well. Yes. So check that out. Um, and what was it this week? Because was it, now I've got it right in front of me, but is it Cabela's Naughty Dog Adventure or is it Cabela's Naughty Dog Adventure? It's neither. I wrote that in as a placeholder because I couldn't remember what it was called. Right. It's actually called Cabela's Survival Shadows of Katmai. So that's not the name of it. That's not the name of it, cool. no. Just embarrass myself. That, no, you didn't embarrass yourself. You embarrassed I embarrassed, me. I embarrassed you, yeah. yeah. Because I put it on the schedule because we had recorded it and I forgot to. I forgot what the so name was. So what's it called? Uh, Cabela's Survival, Shadows of Katmai. Oh, yeah. lovely. Nothing to do with dogs, but Nothing there are a lot of dogs, dogs in it. Uh, that is now available on Patreon alongside Weirdest Games, as you said. Uh, so go check that out. Weirdest Games will be out for everybody next week mm -hmm. next sunday probably and uh worst games is out for everybody on sunday this it sunday is. so there we are that's your lot for this week thank you so much for listening slash watching just enough time to talk about this week's sponsor once again which is of course the neutrogena and sie collaboration horizon forbidden west burning snores mm. cure those nose holes it says in the advert huh. goodbye everybody all right take bye. care bye <laughs>Deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 